Welcome back to the Born to Prosper 90-day devotional series. And today we want to have a look at day 50. Our title today, Your Prosperity Will Cause Others to Notice. Our scripture verse, 1 Kings 10 verse 7. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes, and indeed the half was not told me. Your wisdom, wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which I have heard. Today's devotion. Solomon prospered to such an extent that his fame spread far and wide. In 1 Kings 10.7, we read about Queen Sheba, who is speaking to Solomon about his fame and how she has to come and see it for herself or else she would not have believed it. One of the greatest lies I've seen the enemy uses is to keep Christians in, in lack and poverty is that money is evil and being well known is vanity. Jesus taught in Luke 12:48, For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed, of him they will ask the more. Prosperity without purpose will always lead to power abuse or fame without function. The Bible is clear. God wants you to prosper, increase, and multiply. And with that, you'll become well-known or more prominent in your community, city, or country. It is important at the rise of your influence not to forget God or the reason God is prospering you. You are being increased to help others, to use your prosperity for a purpose. Jesus warns us that prosperity without purpose or an understanding of the reason for prosperity will lead to many unnecessary sorrows. Mark 4.18, the Bible says, Now these are the ones sown amongst the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things, enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Notice the prosperity God said we must walk in, the fruitfulness and multiplication God commanded us to produce, becomes unfruitful when not used for a purpose. So prosperity can either take you closer to God or further away from God. The challenge lies with the societal opinions people have about the rich and wealthy. Sadly, it's the rich guy in the movie that is often portrayed as the bad guy or rich people in movies that are portrayed as drug dealers and bank robbers. Rich people have often been criticized, yet the same person criticizing the rich will play the lottery every week hoping to become mega rich. Statistics, however, show that 90 to 95 percent of people who win the lottery lose their winnings within a few years of winning due to prosperity without purpose. Scripture is clear. Jesus never speaks against money, but constantly addresses money without purpose. So often, the same lottery-playing critic will misquote Scripture like 1 Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Firstly, Paul does not call money evil, but the love of money. What he's implying is that loving money without understanding the responsibility that comes with it will lead you to a place outside of God's will. If Jesus was against money, why did he cause the disciples' nets to overflow to the point of breaking, knowing full well they were fishermen by trade? He knew they would sell the fish and make big profits. <clears throat> Jesus is not against having money. He's against money having you. Listen to Queen Sheba's comments to Solomon in 1 Kings 10.8. Happy are your men and happy are those your servants. God wants you to bless your life, to be a blessing, to bless your staff and your family, to be able to build schools and houses for others, to be able to assist others to start businesses and see your city be a better place because you understand prosperity with purpose. Amen. So as we reflect on today's devotion, it's important for us to understand that your prosperity will cause others to notice. You know, we often I often tell uh, you know people in the church, members that are part of the church here in Cape Town, often tell them that, you know, when God blesses you, he's not blessing you to elevate you in your in your isolation. Yes, we give God the glory when we are elevated, 
but it's in order for people to see, you know, that we serve God, that, that he's placed us on this platform and he's created us or caused us to have this influence. But notice this, that your skill sometimes, your talent, your gift, it'll get you to a place where you are noticed. And it's in that place where you have to uh, make a decision to realize that God's got you to this place, not for you to have gained the whole world and forfeit your soul, but God's got you in this place where he wants you to realize that your prosperity has a purpose, but it will cause you to get noticed. So yes, Queen Sheba, who hears about the success and the, the advancement of prosperity of Solomon. And so what does she do? She comes to see with her own eyes. And she says, well, I, I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. You know, a few years ago, a businessman in the church um, actually he had a, um, a, 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 he was going to take a colleague or a, a client with him to, uh, to China and um, you know, the, the client got ill or something and couldn't do it. So he phoned me and said, you know, Pastor, I've got this ticket uh, that's going to be, I'm going to lose it if I don't give it to somebody. Would you like to come to China with me? And I said, hey, well, why not? Let's go to China. Never been to China before. And of course, I uh, took the opportunity and went there for like seven days. But it was a business trip from, from his side. In other words, he, um, he had to do, he was going to see clients and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I just went with basically to, for, the, for, the, for the ride. And when I got there, um, you know, again, like when Queen Sheba came to, to Solomon, if you don't go to China yourself and actually see the magnitude of how that nation actually builds, it's the largest or the second largest nation on the planet with over 1.6 or 1.7 billion people. And to go there, if you don't go there yourself and see how they actually build and how they produce and how they, uh, you know, build buildings. And uh, I mean, I, I came back and told my family, of some of the things I experienced there. And they're like, look at me as to go, yeah, right. You know, this guy's obviously been influenced by always been you know, eating too much Chinese food or he's been, you know, maybe he's got some jet lag or because you can't describe it until you actually see it. And Queen Sheba comes to Solomon and she says, you know, I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. And what does that mean? It means that as God prospers you, as God elevates your life because of his blessing upon your life, it's going to cause others to notice. And it's in that moment, in that time, in that season, when you have to stand strong and realize that you're not, um, God hasn't elevated you now to become the great I am, you, but to represent the great I am. You know, it's no longer I that live, says Paul in Galatians 2.20, but the Christ that lives in me. So my encouragement to you today is don't be afraid of uh, God elevating your life to a place of prominence because there are certain platforms, there are certain stages, there are certain places that your platform can can use to become a voice of influence. You know, Joseph went from the, we always say it, you know, from the pit to the to the to the the the, the 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 prison to the palace. But when he was in the palace, he was able to influence a whole nation, his own nation of Israel and the Egyptian nation. And he wasn't even an Egyptian. That's what God does. It gets you, causes you to be noticed. That's what God's prosperity does. It causes you to be uh, interviewed by more people and to be, uh, you know, asked questions of more people. And now your life becomes a spotlight to so many people. And the reason for that is that God doesn't want you to parade your life as if you are so great, but He wants you to use that that elevation of your life to the point where you can influence people that are of more influence. You know, when the Bible says when Paul went to the Areopagus um, in, in Israel, the Bible says he went around and he spoke to people of, of influence privately. Because sometimes, you know, successful people aren't always 
the ones um, you know out there in the in the masses they sort of are in uh, different places and when God gives you that open door use that open door for uh, his glory you might be listening to this today and you're in a position of influence you're in a prominent place you're a successful person you're a person of of, of, of notoriety people know who you are if they mention your name they might know who you are more people might know you than the average person and that means that God has got a plan for you at that level you know I often tell people you know when they fly business class it's not because you're important it's because God's got you on a mission to reach people in business class so uh, you know if you are able to stay in better hotels or wherever it is it's not because you are a um, it's all about you now it's about that God puts you into places where other people that aren't there yet, uh, you can get to those people for his kingdom, for his glory. So come on, be encouraged today. Your business, God's going to elevate it. Your career, God's going to promote it. Your life, your ministry, God's going to promote it. But you've got a responsibility to stay humble in that place when God elevates you. And when you become noticed, let them notice the Christ in you. Amen. So let's speak God's and declare God's word over our life today. So Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name and I thank you. I will never misunderstand my prosperity as you prosper me and make my name more prominent, help me to use my influence for your glory. Give me the wisdom and the understanding of how to help and uplift others. Let my money make a difference in someone else's life and not just my own. I declare that I am born to prosper in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, have an awesome day today. And what action steps will you apply today to live prosperously? Uh, has God already elevated you? Have you uh, sort of put the kingdom of God aside when you're in your business world and you pick it up again on Sundays? Now, come on. We're not submarine Christians. We are Christians 24-7-365. Don't be a Bible-punching, preachy person, but be a person who is salt and light out there in the world. God's blessed you. God's elevated you. You're being noticed for His glory. Amen. Have a great day today. Can't wait to see you on the other side of this tomorrow, day 51. Be blessed.